Well, luxury car company Aston Martin is getting a second chance at life thanks to a Canadian billionaire. Let's uh, welcome in Dennis DeRosier, automotive industry expert, to talk about that and more here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dennis, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Appreciate the time as always. Uh, give us a little bit of the uh, background here. This Canadian billionaire, uh, Lawrence Stroll, he has uh, decided to sink uh, some pretty big money into Aston Martin. Yeah, he invested deeply into F1 circuit uh, quite a while back. And. That's the root, from my understand, of a lot of his money, maybe not all of his money. And um, the luxury market globally is, uh, well, it's in a bit of a pause right now, given issues in China. But long term, it has been the growth market. And Canada is growing 30 years in a row. So that's that's sustainable, at least from a market share perspective. Okay, well, that answers my next question, because I was going to say, as a business play, is this smart investing in a luxury brand? Well, investing in a luxury brand is smart. Whether investing in Aston Martin is is smart or brilliant is still to be determined. Uh, they got into trouble by building a new factory uh, without the finances to pay for it. And the new factory is going to produce a uh, three, four new models uh, that will really broaden uh, their lineup. But first, they've got to get the factory built and paid for and they were running out of cash, and they had a bunch of high-interest debt uh, that they were struggling with, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if this money, and essentially it's a bailout, uh, allows them to do and fulfill their business plan, uh, it could work out really well for him. And it's not very many billionaires that make errors in these things. They think about it. they got advisors around them that, that study these things in depth from many perspectives. So I suspect that ultimately this will work out. Yeah, and a lot of times they make their money seeing opportunities where other people don't. And uh, Aston Martin, when you say that uh, you know they're in a bit of a cash crunch, that could be true right now, but they still have cachet, if you will, uh, Dennis. Uh, thanks, of Absolutely. course, most notably to uh, James Bond. Uh, Mr. Bond. Yeah. How important is that to this brand, Aston Martin, to be associated with Bond for as long as they have? Well, I think it's important uh, for many products, and this one in particular. Uh, they've really built the reputation on it. This goes way back. I'm not sure when the, the first Aston Martin was used in a Bond film, but uh, it's been going on for a decade or more and uh, has really given it a, a true branding cachet that uh, is uh, sought after by virtually every brand. You know, the, this was a coup of coups long term. Now, they haven't necessarily been able to translate it into market share. And remember, they're playing in a very small niche. Uh, you know, we get all enamored with the Ferraris and Lamborghinis and the Aston Martins of the world. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure how many they sell, sell collectively globally. In Canada, it's it's a few hundred vehicles, uh, literally, in a, in a market of two million and a and a luxury market of two and a half, uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. And so it's tiny. But nonetheless, they are uh, high-priced vehicles and uh, and extremely profitable, and kind of set uh, the stage for doing other things. Aston Martin hasn't, but you take some of the other iconic brands over time. Like Porsche uh, used to be just sports cars; now they're into sedans and SUVs and all kinds of things like that. 
Right. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to geek out on you for a second. I think Aston Martin appeared in the second ever Bond film. Was it uh, the second? Wow. Yeah, and it was the DB5, and that was a, always a longstanding uh, car, and I believe there's no fewer than four of their vehicles that will be featured in the new Bond film later this year, No Time to Die. So uh, they're all in on James Bond again. Yep, all in. And so the DB5, that was the one, I believe, where they had like little mice that came out of the head cub cap to destroy the wheel of whatever yeah. <laughs> or something like that. See, or now you're on to something. The if they Or the headlights light rays and the machine gun went in. I like the one back a few ago, two or three ago, where they were up in the Arctic and, and, the, and the Aston Martin disappeared. Yes, that's able right. To be able to make it invisible. <laughs> I think that was the last Pierce, uh, Pierce Brosnan film that that happened. And you know what? If they can incorporate some of that technology in the current day Aston Martin, I, I think then they got a winning formula. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we got you here. Let's also talk uh, closer to home here. Ontario's new license plates are starting to uh, hit the road. Uh, what do you make of them? What do you think of them? Uh, there's, uh, I mean, whenever something gets changed up, there's always uh, mixed uh, reviews. But I'm hearing from a lot of people that actually kind of uh, like the new uh it's mostly blue with a white scheme yeah and i and i've seen one that's it okay. <laughs> and it did catch my eye immediately uh and so maybe that's what they want uh and you ultimately have to distinguish yourself i'm, I'm more worried about the provinces targeting the auto sector for exorbitant taxes you got the federal government putting a 10% sales tax on vehicles over 100,000. B.C. has got a uh, similar tax. You buy a vehicle over $100,000 in B.C., and you got about a $25,000 tax load. Um, even things like the HOV lanes for green vehicles and multiple people uh, vehicles with multiple people in them uh, kind of discriminates against the other 5.5 million Ontarians who own a, a light vehicle. And so... Uh, and what the politicians have to understand that yes, there are issues related to climate change and things like that with with vehicles, but it's the largest generation of wealth in the province. One in six jobs in Ontario are dependent directly or indirectly on the auto sector. No one else, no other industry comes even close to it. And you got to you're playing with fire if you start to uh, to attack the auto industry in these ways to potentially kill the auto sector. Let me ask you about these new plates, though, because we also hear not only is there new design, but they're also made differently as well. As a matter of fact, they say this will increase the longevity of the plate, because if anybody's had their plate for more than, I'd say, three or four years, uh, you, you know what they look like and what happens to them. Well, worse than that, they had a bad batch. I had one, and it peeled. It's, you know, uh, it's a plastic that is on the metal. And it peeled, and uh, I got pulled over by a cop. I was going to be given a ticket because they couldn't read my license plate. I said, it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, you come into the station tomorrow with a new plate, and we won't give you a ticket. So, Well, along those lines are these new plates with the new color scheme. I think they, they appear to my eye anyways, Dennis, to be a little more visible for people. Yes, and I think that was one of the reasons. That's what they're talking about. Uh, it certainly was more visible to me, but then I'm 70 years old, so... <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it makes a difference to the older people, uh, but it's it is it's more visibility. It is addressing the quality of the license plate issue, and they did have and still had until they introduced these uh, a pretty serious issue with the, the longevity of plates and and bad batches of plates. And so they're being proactive. Uh, three cheers, and anything longer is better. You know. Uh, 
you know, it costs, you can imagine how much this costs the province every year. Mind you, they collect millions, if not billions of dollars from from drivers, but it is expensive to uh, be replacing these plates uh, on a three, four-year basis versus whatever these new ones are going to last. For sure. Dennis, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, Dennis DeRoger there. Uh, since we are talking about these uh, new Ontario license plates, uh, the other part of the story, of course, is the uh, slogan, uh, yours to discover has uh, been uh, replaced on uh, Ontario license plates by a place to grow. Uh, the Ford government is under some criticism uh, using, uh, much like uh, they were criticized for the stickers on the uh, gas pumps regarding the carbon tax, being criticized for uh, using license plates for a, a political message. Uh, Jackie, you looked into this, and uh, you've actually uh, kind of compared our slogan, which again used to be yours to discover, will now be a place to grow, with what some other provinces, what they use for slogans on their license plates? Yeah, there's some interesting ones. Some are quite obvious, like uh, beautiful British Columbia, it's right in the name. Sure. Um, <laughs> but other ones are, are kind of creative, and I'll let you guess. Uh, which which province do you think is uh, Canada's ocean playground? Oh, Canada's ocean playground, that's easy, that's Saskatchewan. No. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Robert? Either Newfoundland or one of the other island yeah. provinces? Yeah, I was thinking Newfoundland <laughs> wow. as well. Yeah, uh, Nova Scotia. Oh, there Nova Scotia. Go. Okay. Yeah, that one's a good one. Knew, knew it had to be out east. Um, there is also uh, the birthplace of Confederation. Oh, testing us. Come on, New Brunswick. Is it? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Rob, are you want to? You, you sure you want to hitch on to Jeff there? Sure, I'll go with Jeff. Okay, well you're both wrong. It's Prince Edward Island. Oh, oh. the other Nova Scotia. Yes, you, I'll give I'll give you one more. <laughs> okay. um, Land of Living Skies. Land of Living Skies. That's Saskatchewan. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. There you go. Right, third time's a charm. Big sky country, absolutely. Congratulations. And fun fact, Canada, or sorry, Ontario. Uh, before uh, yours to discover, they also had a. Oh, they did have, yes, they have a different one, and it was... Center of the universe. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was Keep It Beautiful. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm. Oh, right, I remember that I as well growing up. Yeah. I remember okay. that. Which uh, would not work for today's license plates, or at least uh, the ones before these uh, new ones, because as we were just talking about... They were peeling. Yeah, they were disintegrating before our eyes. There was no keeping those license plates. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful.